Can you guess the three mistakes I see people making the most often when it comes to how they use their time before bed? The things that are likely to be sabotaging sleep rather than supporting it. Could you be guilty of some or maybe even all three of them? Let's find out. You want to sleep better? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Sleep Seekers podcast with me, your host, Emma Ashford. This show is all about you and your sleep, protecting it, promoting it, restoring it and enjoying it. And all this naturally, no medications required. I teach the skills that mean your mind and body can allow the right amount of good quality sleep to come easily to you at the right time. In a world that can so easily take it away, I want to put sleep back at the top of the agenda. Your journey to great sleep and all the wonderful benefits it brings starts here. Welcome back to the Sleep Seekers podcast and back to this current season where we're exploring wind down time, which is that all important hour before bed that has the power to make or break your sleep. In this particular episode today, we'll talk about the three biggest mistakes that I see people make in relation to their wind down time. These mistakes come up time and time again, and they often don't feel like a problem until you turn your attention to them and spend some time actually reflecting on what it is that you're doing. So as I talk through these three mistakes, Just see if you can see anything of yourself in any of them, because it's that reflection that brings your attention to it. So let's get to it. Mistake number one is not prioritizing wind down time. Now, okay, I get it. This one might be the most obvious one, particularly given that we're in a season on the podcast of talking about wind down time. But the truth is, if you don't prioritize your wind down time, you likely won't have very good wind down time. It might be that you're busy right up until bedtime. You might be getting jobs ticked off the list. You might be working. You might be doing all the life admin that you don't have time for in the day. You might even be catching up on the housework. It might be that you're watching TV right up until it's time for sleep, perhaps pushing bedtime later and delaying going to bed. It might be that you're messaging friends, um, engaged in social media maybe, continuing to get all the notifications from all of the apps on your phone right up until you go to sleep. There are lots and lots of reasons that lead to not prioritising that wind down time before bed. But this ultimately leads to treating sleep like it's a switch to flick. You go from being busy or being on, you can't see me but I'm doing air quotes, on, to wanting to flick the switch um, and turn off to get to sleep. So when we're not prioritising wind down time, we're treating sleep as though it's a switch. But in reality, going to sleep is a transition, not a switch. It requires a transition to move from that state of on to a state of off. It requires a transition in your body chemistry and also in the state of your mind. Wind down time is your runway into sleep that allows for this transition and that's why it really, really matters. Without allowing for this transition to happen, it can be harder to get to sleep 
And even if you're someone who gets to sleep no problem, the quantity and the quality of your sleep are likely to be affected. But since when did our lives get so busy that we can't make space for wind down time? Since when did we become so available through our mobile phones and social media that we never give our brains a chance to wind down before we expect them to switch off for sleep? Prioritizing your wind down time and therefore prioritizing this transition is incredibly important for your sleep and it's important that you give yourself the time away from that everyday life stuff to give your brain the chance to cool down ready for sleep. Okay so the first big mistake is not prioritizing wind down time. The second big mistake that I see people making all the time before bed is distracting instead of relaxing. Now there's going to be a whole episode dedicated to distraction versus relaxation as part of this season because it's a really important issue. So if you're listening to this episode as it comes out, it will probably be next week um, that you hear it on the podcast. If you're listening to this sometime in the future, you'll be able to find that episode linked up in the show notes. But to give you a brief overview here before that complete episode, most people engage in activities before bed that they believe are helping them to wind down, but in fact, all they're doing is distracting the brain temporarily. So for example, that would be things like watching TV or scrolling social media. These things might distract the brain and move the brain away from focusing on worries or events of the day or anxieties, etc. But they're not doing anything to transition your body chemistry towards sleep. So you might feel better for a while, but it's temporary. And this will often show itself in the quality and the quantity of your sleep. I've worked with a lot of people who get to the end of the day and just want to zone out in front of the TV or mindlessly scroll on socials or something like that. And it's completely understandable. It happens a lot for people who work long days and parents who finally get a bit of time to themselves at the end of the day once the kids have gone to bed. There are lots of reasons why you get to that state of just wanting to zone out and be mindless. But it's not actually doing anything for you and it's certainly not doing anything for your sleep. So what we want to do is override that very basic desire to just instantly feel better and go instead with the healthy option, which is so much better for you in the long term. It's a bit like when you want to have a lion um, instead of getting up and doing a workout, for example. Or when you want to snack on sugar at mealtime rather than make a healthy option. We want to fulfill that immediate need, but we never regret going with the healthier option in the long term. So to me, because I've got my wind down time, obviously, very dialed in and I've practiced it and repeated it. Wind down time to me is so much more appealing than any kind of basic distraction. So it's really important to go for relaxation instead of distraction. You might immediately know the difference as I've been talking about it, or you might take some time to be able to tell those two things apart. Because after all, you don't know what you don't know. 
and we all sometimes need a bit of help to notice what's happening. That's something that the wind down course can help you with and you can find the links to that in the show notes. And it's also something that the next episode dedicated to distraction versus relaxation will help you to go into further. So the second big mistake that I see people making again and again in how they use their time before sleep is in distracting instead of relaxing. And what we want to do is choose a more healthy option instead. And the third most common mistake around wind down time is not setting boundaries. So here's the problem. The world around us just never stops. People can message you at any time of day or night. um, And generally, we tend to feel compelled to reply, of course. We get emails at all hours. um, Social media is constant and always wants to notify you of something or other. WhatsApp groups can be a constant stream of notifications. And so you get to the end of your day, you try to relax before bed, but the notifications keep giving your brain something else to do. And what this does, however subconsciously, is give your brain the message that it can't stop, that there is something else you should be doing, or even worse, that you're missing out on something. And that is not conducive to effectively winding down for sleep. That gives your brain a sense that it shouldn't be stopping. But if you think about it, it isn't long ago that before mobile phones, if someone called you after seven o'clock in the evening, it would be because something was seriously wrong. Now, if you're old enough to remember that, the world has moved so very much since then, and it's not really that long ago. But this is really not helping our levels of peace in general or our sleep. We need to create boundaries to be able to protect ourselves from this barrage of stuff that the world brings us. You need to let go of the thought that you have to reply to messages that arrive after a certain time. You can turn your phone onto aeroplane mode when you start your wind down time. You can even put your phone away for the night until the next morning. But we have to find ways of creating boundaries that gives our brain the message that there is nothing we need to do until the morning and that it's completely okay to let go and relax. Those boundaries are so important and they create a layer of protection that we so desperately need for our own sanity, our own mental health and for the better of our sleep. So there you have it, the three biggest mistakes I see people making before bed that are having a detrimental effect on sleep and in my opinion also having a detrimental effect on general mental health and well-being. So are you making any of these mistakes? Has there been something in what I've just talked about here that makes you realise you need to make some adjustments? Sometimes it's about learning and realising these things for the first time Other times it's life or bad habits creep in and then we have to course correct when we notice. This is what I find. Life happens, life changes, different things are required from you at different times, boundaries slip, life creeps and you just have to course correct again. I think that happens to most of us. So have a think about whether you see yourself in any of those three mistakes that I see time and time again. Tag us on Facebook or Instagram and share what changes 
you're going to aim to make as a result of listening to this episode. Come and join us inside the wind down course and on the monthly Q&A calls. We would love to have you to talk about optimizing your sleep and you will find all the information you need in the show notes. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time on the Sleep Seekers podcast. Don't forget to visit sleepseekers.academy to find out more and give us a follow on your preferred social media channel so you can stay up to date with what's happening. See you next time.